Welcome to the OAESP Principal Podcast. This podcast features elementary principals and assistant principals from the great state of Oklahoma. I am Glenn Absher, the Executive Director of the Oklahoma Association of Elementary School Principals. Today on the podcast, we have Jeff Guy. He is the principal at J Upper Elementary School. I've known uh, Jeff for a number of years, and he um, was nominated for uh, one of our uh, Principal of the Year awards last year, and he was named the James R. Burnett Principal of Distinction. And so, uh, hope you enjoy today's uh, episode with uh, Jeff Guy. Welcome to the OAESP Principal Podcast. <clears throat> Today on the podcast, we have a guy I've known for quite some time, uh, Jeff Guybe. He is the principal of Jay Upper Elementary. Do I have that right, Jay? That's right. Yeah, four, right. fifth, and six. All right, and so uh, he's he's joining us uh, today. So, Jeff, welcome. Man, thanks for having me. I appreciate the invite. Yeah, you you bet. I I got to visit um, Jeff's school um, back in. Um, April, I, I guess it, yeah. I guess it was in April, and what a neat, neat school uh, that he has there in Jay. And so, uh, Jeff, tell our listeners who is Jeff Guy, and talk a little bit about your your um, uh, your path to the principalship. Yeah, uh, well, this is I'm at this will be my fourth year at uh, Jay at the Upper Elementary. Here we're fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. We have about. 340 students, uh, give or take, uh, you know, on a daily basis. Uh, I have around about 20 probably certified teachers in my building. Uh, and then, you know, with support people, we, you know, that all total number, number comes down around 25, 30 staff. But uh, this is my 19th year in uh, education. This will be, I guess, my 11th as a principal. And I, I got my start, uh, I guess I've kind of been a lot of places and that's, that's really worked well to my uh, benefit and my uh, favor. Uh, you know, when I was teaching, when I got engaged and, and eventually married to my wife, Nicole, uh, I had started my career teaching at Jay and then she was in undergrad at OU and Norman. So while she was doing that, I moved to uh, Norman, and I actually taught and coached in uh, Middale Public Schools at Monroney uh, Middle School. So, uh, you know, now I've got some connections in the central part of the state, so that worked good. And then my wife got into pharmacy school through OU Tulsa, and so we lived in Tulsa, and I taught and coached in Glenpool for, uh, you know, three years until she got out of school and then came back to our hometown of Jay, and then uh I spent seven years at Grove Public Schools. I started for five years there as an assistant principal at the upper elementary, and then eventually transitioned to the middle school principal. Uh, whenever the middle school principal moved up to superintendent, our superintendent retired, and uh, the middle school principal went and became the superintendent, so I got that position. So spent seven years total in the district uh, there. I had you know, a lot of good experiences in that district, and then this is my fourth year back uh here in jay in my my hometown hometown district so all right well very very good so jeff who are some mentors that really poured in you over the years yeah man i i'll tell you what it's like i've got so many to mention like i'm gonna be afraid to mention them all because you know you're gonna leave somebody out of course you know there's just so many uh i've been very very fortunate 
I've worked with so many good administrators and, you know, just teachers, just coaches, just all of those people. But, you know, there's some that, you know, really how, how it kind of formed a lot of my, uh, I guess, my start as a principal and then kind of some of my philosophies. I, I guess I would start by saying uh, the first one kind of work in order and to get me to more recent times would be the late uh, Warren Shackelford. He was he's a retired administrator uh, from the J community for a long time. Uh, his his son is a is a uh, like an administrator in the Broken Arrow Public Schools. Uh, uh, last I knew. So anyway, he's just he just was a man of a lot of wisdom and insight, and uh, he just you know was a, such a good close family friend to my wife and I and. He gave me the advice when I got started as in education and particularly as a principal, he gave me the advice of firm, fair, and friendly. And uh, I think that's, that's very good, uh, you know, advice from him. And I kind of go along with that and then incorporate consistent with that firm, fair, friendly, and consistent and kind of make that my mainstay. And, uh, you know, when I got started as an administrator, Sandy Coley was the uh, superintendent at Grove and she took a chance on me and, you know, she just kind of instilled that professionalism and hard work. You know, you're all about hard work and teamwork, take care of your job and responsibilities and, you know, just instilled that, you know, to me from the beginning. And then, you know, just extremely blessed with a lot of those that were in Grove Public Schools. And whether you know, I think you know this from being from Claremore, Jay and Grove are like, rivals okay jay the jay grove rivalry so when i went to grove you know it was kind of going across enemy lines at first but just the the leadership there and the principals they have uh was very good bobby kreutz he was a high school assistant principal there and then he's now the high school principal at grove you know i didn't know him at all before i got hired at grove and you know my first day that i actually went to school there I'll never forget. He came over to my office. You know, he drove across town to our campus and he just sat with me in my office and just took the time to not only introduce himself, but he gave me advice, you know, and just kind of said who he was. Here's some good advice for you to start as a new principal. And, you know, that just he let me know he was a phone call away. And I took him up on that for sure. My seven years there at Grove. I took him up on that. I mean, I would call him on stuff I'd get into and not sure, or even if I knew and I just needed to make sure I checked all the boxes, then I would, you know, kind of rely on him. And, you know, he's a lifelong friend uh, to this day. Uh, also from Grove, you know, Renee Dozier, uh, Julie Bloss, uh, you know, you know, Julie, you know them well. And, you know, just they're very good encouragers. You know, they're very friendly people and excellent school leaders. Uh but just encouragers and always my biggest supporter and always knew they had my back and I rely on them to this day. You know, if I need anything, I know they're there to call me. And what helps me there with them is I'm telling you, like, I, I'm very fortunate when I say that I want to stress that because, you know, not only them being as good as leaders as they were, but they were also very connected in COSA. Uh, so I'd also get a lot more extra kind of networking. I kind of had that benefit and they knew like people like you and other people. And I kind of got more insight about the COSA early in my career. And that's just kind of been a mainstay. So I've been very fortunate that, you know, they were so deeply connected that early and pushed that and, you know, were kind of in the loop. And then, you know, to where I'm at today, uh, Leanne Barnwell's our superintendent. I can't say enough uh, good things about her. 
just her encouragement, leadership, trustworthiness. You know, she allows me to do my job and trust and always know she's going to have my back and support. And uh, Marvin Stockton, he's the jack of all trades here. Just they're been in the district forever, you know, just lifelong educators that I can rely on. So, you know, with my current admin team, you know, we work well together and, you know, we all rely on each other. You know how that is, but now I'm telling you, like I just, I could, we could do a whole podcast probably on just the people that have shaped me. But when you ask that question and you reflect on it, you really start to think about, man, this is, I've been, I've really been extremely lucky. All those people, I, I've really been kind of molded and forged by having good people around me, uh, you know, and I've also taken advantage of that too. And uh, you know, use those people, uh, you know, when I need them and, and have friendships because of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I really believe that everybody has mentors, whether it's an official mentor that's been assigned to you or an unofficial mentor. And I found that the people who really pushed me the most were those that became unofficial mentors, right. who just really believed in you and just really pushed you and and um, uh, I've, I've, I told uh, the story before, but <clears throat> I didn't have a direction in my life. And I start to, started working as a paraprofessional in 1991 with Lawton Public Schools. And I went to work in a third grade classroom. And that teacher, Betty Foster, told me to go get my butt in college. And yeah. so I, I listened and I did it. And it's it worked out well. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that's a very good way to look at it. You know, there's just so many people, you know, as we get older, we, we can reflect and just think of those people that, you know, whether it's experiences or just their friendship and good times, bad times, whatever, but, you know, you forge those relationships and, you know, they, you know, you, re, you see that as you get older and really, uh, you know, I guess I like to emphasize gratitude. I'd like to Hope they listen to this, at least know how important they are in my life. And we should, you know, all tell each other more, you know, how we much we appreciate people when we get that opportunity and don't let opportunities go by where we don't express how important they are to us. Yeah. Well, and um, you, you mentioned COSA and, and uh, OAESP. And so I just want to mention to our listeners that you and I met because we were both the Northeast Regional Rep on the OAESP Executive Committee. And that's... Yep. And that's how we yeah. met. So. Yeah, I mean, you, you think about just the connections through that. Yeah, Julie Bloss and I, we would come down, you know, whenever that was quarterly or whatever for those meetings. And, you know, we'd stop by and pick you up in Claremore. And that's how I got to know you for the first time. And and now you're the executive director of OASP. I mean, just the connections that who would have ever thought that, you know, and that now how our, how our paths have crossed in this aspect, but just that, that's kind of what COSA does and, you know, and it just puts people together and they're always welcoming all of the leaders in our state when we go to COSA and just, you know, you got a phone call away and you can put somebody in contact with somebody to help you out. Yeah. So, um, Jeff, let's, let's talk about your, about your school there at J Upper Elementary. What makes J Upper Elementary the place to be? Man, I would just think our, our culture and, and climate here, you know, it really is a, a family atmosphere. And, you know, I think probably a lot, I don't know, you know, a lot of people you probably talk to an interview, of course, the principal, they're going to go on about their school, you know, and brag on it. But I really just want to brag on my staff. They really are. We're a good cohesive team. You know, we, uh, I think we work well together. You know, their input is appreciated. And, you know, they're the professionals in the classroom. You know, I might have to 
navigate and do a few things to make things work the way they want. And sometimes we might have to say, no, that's not going to work, you know, because we got to do this or this or the bigger picture instead. But, you know, just the family atmosphere. And I would say that, you know, we definitely lift each other up when there's hard times and we're each other's biggest supporters when, you know, things are going well. Uh, you know, we try to incorporate, we've got, you know, all the technology that, you know, probably most, hopefully, you know, a lot of other schools have. And you got to see our uh, race car track outside that was kind of in the early, early stages. And then just a couple of weeks after you guys left on your site visit here, we had our first community race car, you know, we got our own race car uh, stem track out there and it's a real deal. And we had drag races and had the community out here with the DJ and stakeholders and we were racing RC cars. And I'll be honest with you, I think the administration team out there was having more fun than the kids were as we were racing and racing our cars and everything. So, you know, we, we've got a lot going for us here uh, that, you know, people would like to see and just invited to come check out. We've got good things going on at, uh, at J public schools in general, but uh, especially J upper elementary school. Yeah. So um, myself, along with a com committee of people came to visit uh, Jeff's school uh, because he was nominated for the Oklahoma principal of the year award. And uh, so you had uh, somebody there that, and Jay, that, that not nominated you for that. And so, um, and the process is a very lengthy process where there's a lot of, um, the, the application process really gives you the opportunity to, uh, you, you have to write several essays. And, uh, and it gives you, because I, I, I went through the process as well. For me, it gave me the, the opportunity to pause and reflect as to why do we do the things that we do. You know, sometimes they become just habit, uh, just routine every, every day. But when I went through that process, I thought, I need to think about why did we choose to do it th this way? So talk a little bit, Jeff, about what it meant to you um, as, a, as a practicing principal to, number one, be nominated, but also to uh, be one of our, our, top, our top three award winners. Yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, extreme honor, you know, to say just to be nominated was an extreme honor. If, if no one had known about that, you know, somebody obviously nominated me and just knowing that at least somebody realized, you know, that, you know, maybe they, they recognize that, you know, we're doing things right here for whatever it is, maybe just the school in general, but, you know, it, it is, it is an extreme honor. And then to, to go through that process and then to eventually make it where you guys came and did the site visits just to make it to the final three, you know, is I don't think just a reflection on Jeff Gibb as a principal, but it's a reflection on Jeff Gibb staff members and, you know, of uh, J public schools and J upper elementary school, because, you know, I'm not out here doing all this by myself. I'm probably, you know, cheering on the people or I'd like to be cheering on the ones that are doing the hard work all the time, you know, and just trying to put people in, in the right situations where everybody can be successful. And that goes with, uh, you know, adults and students as well. But you're exactly right, man. On that process, you know, it is a lengthy process and it takes some time to go through all that on the essays and to compile the data and everything you want to do. But it really did make me reflect on that just exactly, I think, what you were alluding to is as I started writing my best practices and our accomplishments, it really did make me sit and look at, oh, yeah, we've done that. I forgot about that. Oh, here's how much we improved and that. Things that we 
get caught in the day-to-day -day basis and probably just we're doers, you know, you do it and overlook and know that it was successful because you're already moving on to the next thing. But that that really caused me to to take time and think, yeah, this was we've got some good things going here. Uh, and other other people obviously are recognizing that, but maybe I didn't do such a good job of recognizing it myself because it just comes what we're supposed to do. You know, I'm supposed to do that. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's where you're supposed to do it. show up and do your job and make it better for everybody. But it, it was a, a good experience for me. And, you know, it's very uh, also, I think you'd probably agree, it's very, I don't know if the right word is heartwarming or what, but to have people, teachers set in on that for me, you know, when I'm not in there and stakeholders that would go in there and probably vouch for me or to give insights on things that I don't know what they're saying. Uh, but to just know you got people there that are supporters, supporters of you, and it comes back to that gratitude. It was just a, it was it was good. You know, it was a very heartwarming, and uh, it was a good thing for me uh, to to experience that. And I appreciate you guys for doing that. Yeah. So for for our listeners, the process is that you know once they all the uh, nominees fill out their application packet, we have a committee that scores those applications, and those with the three high scores get a, get a site visit. So when we come to the site, we get a tour of the school. And this is actually my favorite part of the entire process, to be able to go to the schools and see what was written about actually in, in, a, in, in practice. And of course, I just love visiting schools because I, I miss the kids. And, uh, and then we, we, we interview the principal, we interview a teacher committee, and then we interview a committee of uh, parents and um, community members. And uh, and those are some of my favorite things, just having those conversations about the great things that, that are that are happening in these in these schools. And so we thoroughly enjoyed our visit there in uh, Jay. So yeah, good. Thank you. Um, all right, so let's let's move on. Um, this is a question I I've, I've not asked uh, before. I, I I it just came came to mind. We're actually recording this um, in the middle of August. School for for you just just started a week ago. Mm -hmm. What are you most excited about for this school school year? Man, I just say it's just, you know, it's a new start. It's a fresh start. I've got some new faculty members here, uh, you know, forging or building those relationships with those, you know, the colleagues and the staff. And then my third graders are now coming into our current fourth graders have come here from the J Lower Elementary. So, you know, this is I've got a whole grade level of new kids that I don't really know. Uh, so getting to know them and building relationships with a you know a whole new set of students in a particular grade level, but just the the fresh start. And if anybody's ever not been through Jay recently uh, or ever, we're up here in the northeastern corner of the state, right on the Missouri Arkansas border in Delaware County. But we passed a bond about a year, year and a half ago, I guess, and. Uh, I, I couldn't tell you the, if Jay's ever passed a bond before and had failed them in bonds, but uh, Mrs. Barnwell and, you know, everybody in this community worked extremely hard and we got a bond passed. And if you just drive now on high 50, Highway 59, you're going north. I mean, it's, we've got a, a big new football stadium with safe room, field house, a big track. We've got a safe room going in at the lower elementary that will, they will share that with my building as well, you know, for a safe room. That's going to be a new cafeteria for them. We've got new science wing going at the high school. Uh, just, you know, there's kind of a lot of excitement because that the football field out here is out there for everybody to see the construction taking place. Just 
a lot of excitement in our school right now, just kind of seeing that stuff is getting closer and hopefully we'll all be done this spring is the, hopefully the goal, you know, depending on weather, but just a lot of excitement in our school. You know, there's a lot of things are, you know, looking good and we're doing good incorporating and trying some new stuff with our curriculum and testing and different things. We're just kind of getting on the same pace. So just a, a good fresh start and, uh, you know, just just optimistic for a very, very good school year. All right. We're very good. So, uh, Jeff, you mentioned it a little bit ago uh, about somebody who had given you some some advice. But what's one thing you wish somebody would have told you about being a school principal before you stepped into that role? And that's that's, that's like a trick question, man. We could, <laughs> you know, there's there's a lot. You know, I, I, I maybe say, uh, you know, there's a, just so many demand a lot of different demands and those are very those could range from very very small tasks but need you know a uh, leadership or need some principal approval to you know when you're talking major major decisions on maybe scheduling or you know hiring staff and what's a good fit or if, if you know unfortunately if something's not working out and, and moving somebody somewhere else or you know you get into those kinds of things but so I'd say it's not really something that I didn't no, uh, but it's kind of like when you go through the process, you know, go through any job probably, or at least me, when you become a teacher is you get trained and then you learn it when you get in there and figure it out. But, you know, just so many different types of demands that could, you know, it's just so random things sometimes you think, why am I having to deal with this? But that's, you know, that's my job. And so just, you know, it's, it's very time consuming. And a lot of demands can be very stressful, but, uh, you know, you, you got to get in there and get in the trenches and figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you were going to talk to somebody who is <clears throat> going to be a new principal, what would you tell them the same thing or would you give them a different piece of advice? I, I would. You know, I think that would be I'd like to emphasize, you know, you you will learn this over time or hopefully or, you know, and I have to do this still to this day. You know, it's very important, you know, to prioritize but you got to take care of yourself and your family too. You know, the job can become very demanding, uh, very time consuming. It can eat you up, you know, and swallow you and may not even spit you out. But, you know, I'm, I'm extremely blessed, uh, you know, with my wife, Nicole, and my kids. I've got three kids, uh, two that are in school, and one's not school age, or she's, you know, four, not in school yet. So, uh, very a lot of support from home uh you know my wife and my kids know the demands of the job and uh, what it takes you know the extra ball game duties and all those things so you know just a lot of support at home but it can quickly become overwhelming if you don't remember that you've got to take care of yourself too and and put your family first and sometimes you know separate work from home and it you know i said sometimes that's easier said than done you know i fell at that you know, a lot of times, and I know that, but it's a work in progress, but, you know, and you got to take care of yourself too, you know, whether that's whatever your outlet is, exercise, you know, or, or whatever people, you know, want to do, but you've got to take care of yourself, uh, you know, your own priority and be selfish sometimes. And that's hard to do as a, you know, if you want to be a good leader, it's hard to be selfish, uh, but you sometimes have to be and prioritize, you yeah. know, what's, what's most important. You know, whether it's your, your family and, you know, 
you know, as a Christian, you know, going to church and those things, you got to put those things first and then your job's going to be there, you know? Yeah. So let's go back to COSA and OESP. What do you find the most value in being a member? And why, um, what would you say to new administrators or somebody who's not a member as to why they should join? Oh man, there's, I don't see a reason why they shouldn't join. I mean, like I was, like I said, when I started at Grove, like that was, you joined, you know, and I had Julie and Renee and they were involved on the board and presidents of their respective organizations, OASSP or OASP or whatever at that time. And that's all I've known. I haven't known any difference. So I'm, you know, <laughs> worked to my benefit in that favor, but you know, just the advocacy, the emails we get, or uh, just knowing that you've got a, an organization there that's comprised of a lot of people, not just in your headquarters there at the COSA headquarters, but uh, just principals across the state. They were all got each other's back, but keeping us in the loop on the, the laws that change, you know, all the time and knowing we have people that are out there looking out for and know what it's like. You know what I mean? And know what it's like in, in public ed and just uh, sticking up for what's going to be right for, um, you know, schools and students and ultimately our staff. But and then and then on top of all the advocacy and the, you know, the great conference, this past conference was, man, just tremendous, you know, with Inky Johnson and Jerry Brooks, you know, just the speakers. But your breakout sessions, you know, the, the all the principals from across the state, you know, that want to do a breakout session and they give you their contact information and we use those and we call those people and hey this is a good idea you know we don't have to reinvent any type of wheel because somebody's tried it you know the best thing is you steal somebody else's idea and make it work for a year but you know and then just the networking you know just like we told the story about got to know you in a car ride to you know to Oklahoma City and now how many connections you have well, if I need some advice or something I you're just a phone call how many people you know. You know, you can call people from all across the state or now all across the country and they're going to, we're going to help take care of each other and say yeah. that works for me or it doesn't. I mean, it's just, like I said, I don't know. There's not a reason why you shouldn't join. I just assumed every principal, it was automatic when I joined. Yeah, you know, I didn't really have a choice. Yeah. But I, 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 I don't. So I guess my answer to that would be you're crazy if you don't really. I mean, there's no, there's no negative to it. So, yeah. yeah, well, I appreciate that. And I, you know, I do think that it, it should, it should be automatic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I might, I might be a little biased on that. A little but, biased. That's all right. But it, you know, e even as a principal, I mean, there's, there's no way I would do this, do the principal of, do the job as a principal without having that support system outside of my district available. Yes, absolutely. Agree. So, uh, Jeff, as we kind of wrap up here, the purpose of this podcast is to elevate the voices of Oklahoma administrators. So as we close, would you just share some of your final thoughts? Yeah, yeah, I guess some final thoughts would be, you know, you know just to maybe some any new administrators or just maybe not new, just administrators out there in general that listen to this is, you know, just find some people you trust, find leader you trust. And if you don't really have anybody, you know, to reach out to you or somebody can put them in contact with somebody that's going to steer on the right way or maybe gone down that road before when you get into situations you're not really quite sure how to handle but you know I already talked about you know prioritizing uh you know and I think as a uh 
I struggled with this as an early administrator. And I'll be honest with you, it's probably the best advice I have. And it came from my wife, you know, because sometimes you take work home with you. Of course you do. But, you know, and, and she just said, you know, not everyone can do your job. And that's not said in a way that, of course, everybody can become an administrator if they choose to do. But I think I really, especially early in my career, I'm, and I still struggle with this. I'm, I'm tough to delegate you know, because I want things done, because I know one, uh, how I'll take care of it. And that it's just, you know, I don't have to worry about if it's going to get done or not. But, you know, I would really try to make sure every time there was a duty that needed covered or custodian gone, like I just felt like that was my job to go take care of all those things. But then my job's still there when I come back from all those. So, of course, service leadership, servant leadership, that's what I I would think is I really strive to do, but also you have to remember it's okay to delegate and, and hand out some, some things and, and, you know, give people, other people leadership and ownership of things, because at the end of the day, you might be able to do their job, but they may not be able to do your job just in the, in the aspect of an administrative decision. You know I mean? They can probably do the work, but they can't actually put the final stamp on things and they can't, you can take it off their plate, but they can't always take it off your plate. So, you know, just find good leaders, mentorship, use COSA, utilize it, OASP. And, uh, you know, just don't feel like you're any administrators there on their own. There's people out there and, uh, you know, we're all in this together. You know, it doesn't matter if kids are in J Grove and we're rivals, but we're all there for students. You know, we're, we want our society to be better and, you know how society goes. We that's, that's that's a good thing. We want it to improve and you know make good citizens for our state and our country. So uh, just just you know rely on people and, and don't be ever hesitate to ask questions. You know because there's going to be questions and you know don't sit there and think about it. Just go out and and you know utilize people that can help you out. All right, very well said, Jeff Guy, Principal Jay. Uh, Upper Elementary with J Public Schools. Thank you for joining the, the uh, podcast. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you for listening to the OAESP Principal Podcast. If you haven't joined or renewed your membership at COSA or OAESP, please go to www.cosa.org, that's ccosa.org, to, to join. Join over 3,000 Oklahoma administrators. We are stronger together. The OAESP Leadership Conference is February 28th and 29th, 2024, at the MC Suites in downtown Oklahoma City. Registration is now open. Jessica Cabine will be the opening keynote speaker. The Women in School Leadership Conference is March 27th and 28th, 2024, at the Omni Hotel, in Oklahoma City. Registration will open in mid-October. And then the, the COSA Summer Leadership Conference is June 12th through 14th, 2024 at the Oklahoma City Convention Center in Omni Hotel. John Gordon will be the opening keynote speaker and doc, Dr. Todd Whitaker will close out our conference. Registration will open in January. There's a lot of noise out there in public education and I'm, my advice is just to ignore the noise Keep doing great things in our public schools and do what's right for kids. Have a great day.